Okay, good morning and thank you for joining us on this beautiful Monday edition of the Prepare Sports Show on Radio. Welcome to Talk Football, Talk Sports. You are listening to Empire Radio 104.5 FM with your host, Jerry Foma. But feel free to always call me the J1 and I'd like to welcome you all to the sporting world of information and just proper entertainment. It is Banter Monday and with me in the studio is the playmaker himself, Desmond. Elijah Adigoki. <laughs> Welcome this one. How are you doing? Uh, greetings to you, Jeremiah. And greetings to you, Mr. Alamo. How are you doing? <laughs> this morning, uh, it's good to be back. Water, water. Now, this lovely Monday morning, and uh, no, it's unusual as I don't have my tag team mates with mm. me, but then it promises to be very exciting mm-hmm. and we are here to do justice to what we know how to do better as talking sports. Yes, um, for the tag team teammate that you guys don't know about, it is from show. We miss you bro, but then enjoy yourself, eh? we'll track after. Um, good to have you here this month. <laughs> it's a new week as always, we are thanking God for life. Please stay safe out there, always sanitize and wash your hands as well as keeping the environment super clean. Um, talk football, talk sports team, and of course, here at Empire Radio, we are wishing you all a great and a safe week ahead. As you all know, the Empire FM um, Fantasy Premier League is ongoing as usual, and competition there is fierce. Also, the main group has been insane uh, with the football season back. Shout out to everyone in both groups for making it so active and very interesting. Um, lately, I had to put down some law. In the, in, because they say the Luti or Sophie, how do they say because they share. So they want to start committing some small small sins. They had to put down some love, you know. Uh-huh. It's my it's the big brother's house, big brother Jerry's house. So <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to. I'm sorry if uh, if you took offense, whatever. But then there had to be some ground rules so that um, you know we have to be um, professional act accordingly. In as much as we are there to have fun. We need to do what we need to do so that at least um, we can respect and love each other while we share ideas about the world sports. Um, anyways, um, shout out to you guys, everybody in the group. We still need sponsors on this show and of course on Football Extract. So if you are interested or you want to be part of it or you want to join both groups, just send me hi on WhatsApp to 0027972008. 0027972008. And let us discuss terms. But then let's kick off the show quickly with other sporting action, starting with tennis. And um, Katarina Siniakova ended a five-year wait for a WTA singles title after coming from behind to defeat Elena Rykina and claim the Slovenia's open crown. Siniakova secured her third singles triumph of her career and the first since 2017 as she beat Wimbledon champion 6-7-7-6-6-4. Meanwhile, teenager Linda um, Fruvetova also enjoyed a comeback victory as she denied Magda Lynette 4-6-6-3-6-4 to win her maiden WTA title at the Chennai Open. Aged 17 years and 141 days, she became the youngest winner on the WTA Tour this season. In golf, Scotland's Robert McIntyre clinched a gutsy victory at the Italian Open after he egged out US Open champion Matt Fitzpatrick on the first playoff hole. McIntyre had 10 birdies in the closing 7 under par 64 in Rome. After 13 holes, McIntyre led by 3 but bogeyed 14 and 15 as Fitzpatrick eagled on 12 to which saw him draw level. And France Victor Perez needed a Betty at the Power 5 final hole to join McIntyre and Fitzpatrick in the playoff, but had to settle for a closing pass to finish third, which is one ahead of fourth place Rory McElroy. Still in golf, Open champion Cameron Smith won his first LIV golf event on his second start in the Saudi back series. Smith shot a 3 under par 69 in the final round of the 54 hole event, finishing with back to back birdies to reach 13 under. The Australian beat Dustin, Dustin Johnson and Peter Hulien by three shots at the event in Chicago 
to win a $4 million first prize. Finally in boxing, Saul Canelo Alvarez dominated Gennady Golovkin over 12 rounds to retain his undisputed super middleweight crown. In their third encounter in Las Vegas between the modern and the great with Alvarez claiming a second win following a controversial draw in the first bout, Alvarez held off a fight back from Golovkin in the later rounds with all three judges in agreement scoring the fight 116-112, 115-113 and 115-113 in favor of Alvarez. Both boxers shared an embrace after the fight despite the rival returning sour in the four years wait for the trilogy encounter which saw Alvarez retain the IBF, WBA, WBO and WBC titles for those of you that know that fight very well. Um, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin and um, of course Saul Canelo Alvarez. Um, it came to an end, the first fight was a draw. Um, most people felt Golovkin should have won that. They had a rematch, I think the first fight was in 2017. They had a rematch in 2018 which um, Alvarez won via decision and they had to wait four years um, to do the trilogy which um, Alvarez also won. You know, no bad blood, everything has been settled. Golovkin did say um, he wouldn't be retiring. He's 41, is he 40, 40 years old? He's 40 years old. And um, Alvarez, 32, um, he said he will be taking the rest and going because he stepped up to light heavyweight. I went to fight uh, Dimitro Bivol, who defeated him. So he said he will be, he will need the rest, but he will definitely come back and um, fight him in that bout. So, anyways, let us move on to some to the local scene in the CAF Champions League qualifier reverse fixtures. Agai Kato's second half goes up. Leti United beat Stad Manji from Gabon 1-0. <coughs> At the New York Stadium to edge the tie 3-2 on aggregate while Liberian side Watanga claimed the 1-0 home win over Rivers United but Rivers United progressed in the next round 3-1 on aggregate. Play 2 United and Rivers United doing the business for us. No, not, not, nothing new there. Nothing new there. Uh, well, because we've seen our former champions before stutter, you know, on, on this stage. So. Uh, 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 well, uh, uh, as much as it is a plus for our football but at the same time I'm not surprised because this is the uh, I mean, this is the preliminary rounds, and uh, it is expected that for a big footballing nation as Nigeria, you know, our football club should be getting to the later stages of the com. I mean, of this. I mean, of this whole competition. So why I'm seeing them, you know, moving ahead. At the same time, I mean, I'm not surprised because it's something I was expecting. These two clubs have been very consistent over True. the past couple two of years, seasons. Yes. Now. So, minimum two years, uh, last two seasons. I mean, so Play it two is, United and Rivers United. Yeah. So it is expected of them to take the next stage, which is you know, the group stage. I, I, I mean, moving ahead in I mean, in continental football. Mm. Let's see how far. Should we have any hope at least a quarter final place for these two teams? Do you think they can get that far? Well, I think for me it is too early, you know. To be preventing mm, that for them. What true. I'm expecting is that you know they should just make it to the group stage and anything from there, you know, we know that they are going to meet uh North African side and mm -hmm. South African club side, and we know that in terms of organization and, and uh I mean and administrative uh things, these clubs are better way run, better. I mean far way, better. I mean far better run than us and uh, we know that we don't even have the money, you know, or to compete with them. But mm. then they should try as much as possible to make it to the groups where the elites of the continent mm. gather to play mm. one another. Mm -hmm. Anyways I'm uh, moving on to the CAF Confederations qualifier second leg. I'm Duanes Niami of Nigeria Republic and Quara United battle to a goalless draw with Quara United through to the next round 3-0 on aggregate while Moroccan side FAR Rabat stunned Remus Stars 1-0 at the Gateway Stadium in Shagamu to edge the tie 2-1 on aggregate. Um, Quara United we knew from the first leg 
um, they, 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 did, they did what they had to do. It was done and dusted. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> no, no more talk there. But our fear was for Real Masters because I was actually looking forward to them, you know, actually, you know, doing something in, in the continent this season because we know they are very, very um, properly run club. Yeah. Um, they have very good stadium. They have a um, very good manager. They have very good players as well that can actually compete on the continental front because we saw what they did in their first season back um, to the MPFL. But then, you know, it was a sad one. You, you did one against... Um, these North African teams that um, the fact that they played 1-1 one, one there because I was I remember that um, discussion I was saying um, since they got the away goal is the most important thing at least I was expecting them to maybe play 1-1 one, one here then go to penalties then maybe those people edge but for them not to be able to score at least one goal uh, is it a sign that uh, maybe they are really not um, ready for continental football is this a blessing in disguise uh, yeah. <clears throat> you, you know I, I mean I really had high hope for them because yeah. it was a big ask of them actually but then for uh, a rookie a debutant on the continent you mm -hmm. know to go to RB Bakane Stadium mm -hmm. and uh, you know grind out a 1-1 draw mm -hmm. and I mean we are talking about uh, the defending champion of the CAF Super Cup here mm -hmm. a team that defeated you know in that final and someone actually called on the show on Monday and no, no, said I think that, that was that was RSB Bekane. This is FAR Rabat. I, I mean I'm, oh, oh, they I, play in the same yeah, league though. Yeah I, I mean they, they play in the same league and FA I mean FAR Rabat also have that experience yeah. I mean on the continent and yeah. someone actually called on the show on Monday and said that I mean that he really fear for Remos yeah. because yeah. of the pedigree of FAR Rabat mm. and uh, you know it's has really shown here I think what might have counted against them is the experience and yeah, we know yeah. how corny yeah. North African sides can be, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I mean, it happens. They knew they had to score, I, I, they got their goal I, I, and they just locked up. I, I mean, and that was it. One thing I'm sure that Remonstar should be taking from this is the experience, True. you know, I mean, they can bow, I, I mean, they bow out of that tournament with their head, you know, really high and they should be proud of their achievement, you know, I mean, it, it would have been very exciting, you know, to see them progress ahead in this mm. tournament but then they've shown that they are what it can take you know to stand up against the best on the continent and hopefully you know they will come back uh next season and show that they are indeed capable by taking a step further than what they achieved this season anyways um good luck to Quara united um play to united and of course um rivers united. united those teams are experienced teams. all of them are, are very very for one <laughs> I don't even reason I'm like that. Um, those teams are experienced enough um, to fly um, our flag in the continent um, this season. So good luck to those three teams, and we will of course be cheering for them. But then let's look at some selected results from Europe um, top league, starting with the friendly league one. Our very own Terry Murphy scored the second goal in Laurent's um, 3-1 away win at Auxerre. Montpellier edged them Strasbourg 2-1 at home. Former champions Leo defeated to lose. 2-1 at home, Nons and Lens play, play out a goalless draw. I just see Oklahoma the narrow 1-0 away win over Bray while second half goes from Alexander Golovin, um, Takumi Minamino and Wissen Ben Yada. Someone I could each pass 10 man range 3-0 away. At the Velodrome, former Arsenal man Matteo Guendouzi scored an own goal and also the equalizer as Marseille head run to a 1-1 draw. Um, Troy came from behind to beat Clement Foot 3-1 away. In a game where both teams finished with 10 men and Gears claimed maximum points with a 1-0 win at Nice, while Lionel Messi's early goal in the first half saw reigning champions PSG at Lyon 1-0 away. Is this the season Real Madrid, uh, sorry, PSG actually um, um, win everything, all the domestic cups, 
are potentially the Champions League because right now they are country they are they are they are crazy right now. They are eating all sort of gears. They are playing together. They are giving each other assists. They are scoring for fun, and they are keeping it tight at the back. Uh, I think they finally settled on Donnarumma last season. It was between Donnarumma and Kilonava, so uh, they settled on Donnarumma. Um, they bought um, Christoph Gaitia, who brought a, a, a three um, yeah three four three system um, that is aligned the front three room. Messi playing in the hole behind Neymar and Mbappe, and you know a back three. We can that can be deployed as a back five that give them that defensive solidity and also the numbers in midfield to join the attack. She understand, and they've been thriving. Is this the season where PSG actually get to win everything? And people like Amos Taiwo Taiwo Kakanali can finally come out and say yes. So uh, we don't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think what they are doing in the league is nothing that is extraordinary. True. You know, uh, I, I mean, they've been posing that league. I mean, that league, you know, over some time now, and uh, it is actually expected of them, you know, mm. to always win the league. Mm. The question is always by how many margin of points they are going to win it. So mm. I don't see anything spectacular in what they've done so far. Mm. And that is not me being disrespectful to what Christoph Gaita has brought into True. that team, you True. know. I think for me, We've seen them dominate like this in the past, so uh, hey. Uh, so, it's not something extraordinary, but for me, one thing that I, I, I mean, that I'm actually looking for is the way they operate in Europe, and so far so good, they started well. Actually, they actually also be doing very well mm -hmm. at the group stage. Mm -hmm. So, it's when they meet the best on the continent, especially in the knockout phases, mm -hmm. that is where, you know, they feel like pack of cards mm -hmm. and when you ask me i mean when you asked me weeks ago mm -hmm. if this is the time that they are going to win the champions league i remember i said that it is too early in to the call. season you know to be preempting i can't help myself to, i had to i had to you go know, there. uh but then so far so good you know they are getting the results the players seem to be happy with the manager you know they seem to be happy with each other mm -hmm. and those are actually the ingredients i mean necessary for a good campaign yes, so yeah, uh yeah. so Fingers crossed, it continues like that. You know, Messi looks like someone that is reborn, mm -hmm. even though he's not banging in the goals. We're seeing him he's doing you know, his getting he's the doing assists his and all of that. And Mbappe and Neymar, uh, all the furor that happened At the back then, of the season. I mean, seems to have been forgotten. Mm -hmm. And they are for me, I mean, I mean, a very formidable old partnership. So fingers crossed, let's see how it goes. But we know that loss of form from one of each player, mm -hmm. loss of form from the injuries, team, injuries and all of that, you know, can actually True. come to on there. True. So that is where it really matters most. That is when we we'll know the, I mean, with the pedigree that Crystal Gata is actually made of when it comes to big team. All right, uh, moving on to the German Bundesliga, Mainz and Hertha Berlin back onto a 1-1 draw. Bayer Leverkusen were also held at, um, were also held at the Bay Arena to a 1-1 draw by Werder Bremen. Yusufa Mokoko's 79th minute goal helped Borussia Dortmund to a 1-0 home win over Schalke 04. Frankfurt defeated Stuttgart 3-1 away. Union Berlin beat Wolfsburg 2-0 at home. Bochum helped FC Cologne to a 1-1 draw. Offenheim and Freiburg also played out a goalless draw. Borussia Mönchengladbach cruised past RB Leipzig 3-0 at home. Bayer Augsburg stunned defending champions Bayern Munich 1-0 at home. First things first, um, RB Leipzig, um, they've been having some very poor results. They sacked their manager. They got um, uh, Marco Rose, former Dortmund manager, who came in, won his first game against Borussia Dortmund, then lost away two late goals 
to um, Real Madrid in the Champions League, and now they've lost 3 0 to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Who have not been doing very well. Yeah, have not been, exactly. Is it, is it, what's going on with that real Leipzig this season? Because they've kept a chunk of their players. They didn't, they didn't sell um, Guardiola, Guardio, uh, who was heavily linked away. Um, um, they, they managed to keep Christopher Nkunku, and they brought Timo Werner back. So come on, what's the problem? Uh, well, uh, well, I think uh, things like this actually happens to teams at some point, you know, and uh, for me, uh, I, I really can't pinpoint what is actually wrong with the team because they seem to have uh, exciting players and youngsters and, uh, I mean, over the summer they didn't sell a bulk of their best uh, at all. In fact, they didn't sell any mm. of their top players and uh, I, I just think uh, it's something that is, I, I mean, that is not going to last long, but they need to find their right form and quickly also because they start bringing the results together. I, I, I mean, because they wouldn't want to miss out on the UEFA Champions League. Mm. And uh, in Marco Rose, I mean, it is too early, you know, true, to be true, saying that. Uh, I, I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And I just feel that. I, I, I mean, he, this international break is actually a, a blessing a, a, in disguise. A blessing in disguise, whereby it will have. A, time. A, I mean, time you know to work with the players and all of that, and I mean they can start implementing the ideas where that football, it has where, where club for, football I, I mean, oh, I mean, oh, for the team and uh, you know when football club finally resume, maybe they can string number of uh, successive wins together. All right, um, but then Bayern Munich, their last four league games, three draws and one defeat. I actually saw them dropping points against Augsburg, but I didn't see a defeat. I was looking at a draw, but then. Uh, the Bayern Munich, what's up with them? Um, do you see Julian uh, Gessman surviving the season? Is it a thing they sack him and just get Thomas Tuchel in? He's available. They just be looking at come. Let us let us decide quickly before because Juventus, if they possibly sack Max Allegri, they might be looking at Thomas Tuchel as well. So he's available. A quality coach is available, and this clause, these big teams are struggling. So is it a case where um, Julian Lagesman is a German and he's struggling right now in the league? They, they defeated. Um, they won their two games in the Champions League. They defeated Inter Milan and um, um, and um, what's it called um, Barcelona. Barcelona. But then they are struggling in the league, and Bayern Munich want to make it ten in a row. Uh, well, I I don't think they are going to sack Julian Jonas Gessman because uh, they paid a premium for him, and they had I mean they had I hope for him when I mean when he joined the team, and uh, but for me I think they want to persist with him. Especially on the evidence of what he has done in Europe, I think Bayern uh, Munich will be actually prioritizing the, you, I mean, the UEFA Champions League ahead of the league. But then one thing we also know is that in the Bundesliga, even if Bayern Munich lose five matches in a row, you know, <laughs> people will still look at them that I mean, I, I, I mean, because they have the player, they have the charisma, they have the experience, you know, to actually. Go the whole, I mean, the rest of the season on beating and win the league. And if you look at the teams around them that should be actually be contending the league title with them, they also are not doing that, very that, well. They are dropping points. I mean, they are they dropping points. Away. So, so I'm sure the hierarchy at Bayern Munich will still be looking at Julian Agesma, you know, to find the right formula for the team, you know, uh, to string the result together mm. and get back to the summit of the team because. Mm. Uh, this is maybe, maybe it stays until the World Cup. Then, if results continue like this in the league, then they have no choice than definitely bringing somebody after the World Cup uh, and to just um, yeah. I mean, uh, but then we don't see results continue like this 
That was how we said first match, second match, third match. This one now, they lost. <laughs> we know the German Bundesliga. And both for the word of me, and this is not me underrating Union Berlin. We know they are, that they are not going yeah. to be at that pass for long. True. You know, uh, very soon we will see the other rearranging themselves at the top of the log. And mm-hmm. Bayern Money will truly get back to that point. And I don't think uh, the Bayern Money hierarchy will be panicking at this moment in time. Mm. Anyways. Um, in the Italian Serie A, Lecce ex Alanitana 2 1 away. Empoli also claimed the 1 0 away win at Bologna. Spezia beat Sampdoria 2 1 at home. Satuolo with a massive 1 0 away win at Torino. Fiorentina defeated and Verona 2 0 in Florence. Newly promoted Monza claimed their first Serie A victory against them and Juventus with a 1 0 home win. Armangel um, Di Maria was sent off in that game. While Lazio trashed Cremonese um, 4 0 away thanks to Sergei Milinkovic Savic, Pedro Rodriguez. And it's zero immobiles double at the Stadio de Pico in Rome. Um, Giorgio Scalvini scored the only goal as Atalanta egged Roma 1 0. Jose Mourinho was sent off for protesting. <laughs> Udinese came from behind to stun former champions Inter Milan 3 1 at home. While goals from Matteo Politano and Giovanni Simeone, either side of Olivier Giroud's goal, um, helped Napoli to an incredible 2 1 away win over reigning champions AC Milan at the Santiro. First things first, Juventus. I think they, they, they have to sack Max, Max Allegri now. I think uh, this is the time to stand. One thing is that uh, the international break, I, it's actually the moment that struggling managers always fear because uh, it gives room for the board, you know, to make the decision that they want to make. Yeah. And uh, I think for me, uh, Juventus has been very, very poor and not just this season, from the beginning of last season and for you to lose to Monza, mm. you know. They use uh, them to get their first ever I mean, Serie A win. I mean, I, 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 I mean it's, I'm, it's just shambolic and uh, uh, Juventus, when you are watching them, you know, they, they, they always start each match in very impressive fashion and after a couple of minutes, they, out. I mean, they just fizzle out and it shows that the coach hasn't be doing so much with this team it seems I, I mean it seems like he has lost touch with the player it seems like he doesn't know what he's doing anymore and uh, for me with all the work that he has done with Juventus over I mean over the years it counts for nothing now and uh, if Juventus still want to be relevant as far as the league is concerned and if they are still looking at the fact that they might still challenge for the title this season and this is the right time now to pull the plug on I mean on the manager and hey there's actually a world class manager out there and I'm sure they will be looking at him uh, I mean they want to lure him back into their food and I'm sure that uh Massimiliano Allegri will be fearing for his job right now. Mm, he should be fearing for his job. I think <laughs> I'm sure Pontas will be staking on him to be the next person to lose his job right now. Uh, but then let's uh, move on. Roma Roma uh, they've been, they've been, they've started the season well by their standards. But then, you know, uh, this is a big game. This is um, the game that we show that okay, they have taken it up to that other level. And um, they lost at home to Atalanta. Come on, what, what's up with um, um? But then Atalanta is that team. Yeah, Atalanta is that team that I think they drew last week against one um, um uh, Cremonese. Yes, one one. Cremonese. And um, they went away to the Stadio Olimpico and they won one zero. It's just that team. It's just crazy. You don't know what to expect for them. They are like Satsolo, you get. But then, you know, Atalanta, massive win for them. Massive. Roma, what next for them? 
uh, one nice is that uh, they will have to pick themselves up after the international break, and uh, unfortunately, their manager who was recorded will not be on the touchline. No, be today. And, uh, He's used I to that by now. I, I, I mean, and I think it says something after the match yesterday that uh, that his player actually have to play the clown and start falling down in the bus like the other players in the league are doing. Uh, Classic Jose uh, Borrero. Uh, I mean, Classic. Uh, I think. Uh, I I saw the match and I I feel uh, Roma should have gotten a penalty actually and one thing I've noticed about the Italian referee is that they are always quick you know to put their authority on the ground and issue red card you know and those are the sort of things that we don't see in the English Premier League mm. you know Mike D used to do it here we know them he's not he's not working in bar he's not a on pitch referee so and you know I I just feel that uh the the referee was just too quick to you know to brandish that red card because everybody knows Jose Mario that you know he is always agitated on the touchline and I think for me sometimes with the referee should always use the discretion everything should emotions not be, run high on I mean, the touchline so uh, hey. exactly so everything should not be I mean should not end in a red card mm. but then they just have to find a way you know to pick themselves up because right now they seem to I mean they seem to be cutting themselves off from I mean from the early runners uh, I mean early leaders in the league and that's one thing that they don't want to do. Mm, anyways, um Udinese, Udinese. <laughs> they had to come from behind. You know, Inter Milan scored first Nicolo Barella, but then they came from behind and they won emphatically three Massive Um Inter Milan has been flying under the radar. They've been very poor this season. Yes. Um they they managed to keep uh, most of their players. They brought Romelu Lukaku back although um, emphasis can be laid um, laid that um, he's been injured and something. But then even before his injury, we saw them struggle in their first match against, I think it's Lecce. They needed a last-minute minute, um, winner yes. from Desiree Dufferis to win that game. And is it time to call out Simeone Inzaghi and say, hey, you are not doing a good job. Let's start looking at... Um, because if they continue like this, there's possibility they miss out in the top four. Because looking at their consistent, inconsistent form to the season, there's a very, very high... Because Atalanta have showed they are not here to play. They missed out on the Champions League. I think they missed out on the Europa League. That's Atalanta. Do you know what's making me to laugh? What? I'm just looking at the scenario that what if they sack Simone Inzaghi and they bring Thomas to get what? It's true. It's true. Thomas Tuchel is available, so he could go to Inter Milan. Hey, Roman, look up your nightmare is back. Then what do you say? Your beloved Inter because what? You want to come back to Chelsea? Hey, we don't want you. The fans don't want you. I'm sorry. Hey, so what? It's true, but then should it, is, it, is it because going by their inconsistent run of form, that's Inter Milan to the season. They started poorly. Okay, they, they had to beat Victoria Plaza, but then they started poorly in the Champions League as well because they had their first match at home to Bayern Munich. They lost. You know, I did. I did beat the, the drew. They drew and that match. Was so, very yeah, it was very poor. And in the league, this is they lost some games, some games that you actually expected them to, to win. And um, another defeat again away to Udinese. And this is not championship stuff. This is not at a team all. looking to regain their title from AC Milan. So for now, looking at their start of the season, it's safe to rule them out of the title. But the chances for them even finishing in the top four now, if they continue like this, it's dangerous. I think big Juventus are on form now. It, you, can, you should really be worried for them because likes of Atalanta, um, Lazio, um, AC Milan, even really respect to their defeat yesterday, they are up there in the top four. And Inter Milan are actually struggling. Uh, well, one thing is that, uh, you know, 
we know that Italian teams are not always patient with managers and that is the truth because especially the big teams you know that are always looking out you know to outdo each other and for a team that lost the I mean their title last season a bit on the last day mm -hmm. and I didn't do well actually in the UCL and they started on that same footing this season I think uh no improvement from I, last I mean no, they the even dropped a step back or two I, steps back so. in fact there is no improvement whatsoever yeah. and I think for me as uh, Simeone Inzaghi is another manager that that should fear for his job is actually because it was result like this right that made there. them miss out on the title last season yeah. you know result that you expected them to win to keep the pressure on AC Milan and they were losing and drawing and eventually AC Milan to pick them to the title so and right now they are even seventh on the log you know that's what uh, I'm saying I mean five points away from the uh, I mean away from the league leaders although we know that the league leader also they are actually a team that always yeah, they have on a, they, yes, not to shoot yes, themselves they are, the they have that tendency to sell support but then I think Inter Milan you know, I, I, I think the I mean I think their fans and the hierarchy will actually be looking at the possibility of being the one that the other teams are chasing and not them chasing the other teams True. right now. So I think for me he also should be I mean fearing for, for his, his job, job. and uh, if the trigger is pulled, nobody should be surprised. Mm -hmm. But then you no know, defending champion AC Milan, like I said earlier, we're stunned at home by Napoli. Napoli has been very, very impressive. Um, they lost key guys this season. Don't forget yeah. that. Do not forget that. Um, they lost um, Ospina. They lost Ospina, their keeper, very experienced keeper, former Arsenal keeper. They lost Koulibaly. Yeah. Um, you know, they lost um, what's his name, Dress Martins. They lost their captain Lorenzo yes, Insigne. Insigne. And know? they lost their talismanic midfielder, also Fabian Ruiz. Yes. To PSG. So, so, so you know, and for them to be pulling that result, they, they've walloped Liverpool. Um, they're doing well in the Champions League. They destroyed who did they play last in Champions League again? You know, they they, they just find the way to get that result. That's a new striker that the name is too long. Kakav. I don't know. He's a left footer, he can dribble, he can shoot, he gets into good positions, he scores goals. You know, and you know, they, is this an early marker? You know, getting a massive win at the San Siro like this shows that people have to actually take Napoli really serious. And they have Luciano Spalletti, which is experienced, yes, and I've always wanted that Serie A title. So hey. It's a big statement when you know oh for them i mean there is no there's no other way to show to the world and to show to the rest of the league that you are ready to win the scudetto this season than other than going to the home of the defending champion mm -hmm. the biggest team as far as the league is concerned and laid down you know very impressive marker that and uh, i mean and they did it in impressive fashion you know and uh I, I, I mean it was I, I mean it was a fantastic show you know all the two teams you know actually played very well they went for the jugular but then you know uh, I think when Napoli has been very fantastic this season and hey sorry to our own darling Bola <laughs> uh, I need to sorry but then you know but when Napoli as soon as this season they are ready you know you don't I mean they also show that the big win against Napoli is not just a fluke. Mm. That they can actually beat big teams across they the They are doing it in the Champions League, you know, they are doing it in the league. So hey, so, underrate I, them at your peril. I mean, and I think the other team, you know, they need to sit up. up. You know, when they lost Osime, we all saw that, you know, yeah. scoring goals will be very difficult for them. Yeah. But then Giovanni Simeone came into mm -hmm. the show mm -hmm. and he's been doing it. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know, kudos to them. But one thing, my fear is that this team, you know, 
the visuals, you know, things that you mm. expect them to actually beat conveniently, mm. you know, they contrive to lose it. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that has always been the Achilles heel. Mm. Exactly. In the Spanish La Liga, Alvaro de Gredo's 92nd minute goal gave Cadiz the 1-0 away win at Real Valladolid. Mallorca claimed the narrow 1-0 home win over Almeria. And let's go, Bilbao came from behind to edge Rayo Belecano 3-2 at home. And Real Sociedad defeated Espanyol 2-1 at home. Valencia East passed 10 man Celta Vigo 3-0 at the Mestalla, while Barcelona cruised past 10 man Elche 3-0 at the Camp Nou thanks to Memphis Depay and Robert Lewandowski's double. Villarreal held Sevilla 21-1 draw, Hetafe beat Osasuna 2-0 away. Boga Iglesias' praise helped inspire, I'm sorry, inspired Real Betis in a come from behind 2-1 win over 10 man Girona. While the clash of the round at the Wanda Metropolitano saw reigning champions Real Madrid maintain their 100% start to the season with a 2 1 away win over rivals Atletico Madrid thanks to Rodrigo and Federico Valverde. Uh, Mario Hermoso, substitute, he came on, he got the goal for Atletico Madrid and he got two silly yellow cards. <laughs> he got two yellow cards that was sent off. But then, um, Barcelona, with all due respect to them, they won their game easily. Not much to say. Robert Lewandowski laying down a marker that, yes, uh, we'll get to that talk before 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 is, is this the to farmers league talk, but then we'll get to that in a bit. No, we'll get to that in a bit. So let's leave Barcelona for now. Villarreal and Sevilla cancelled each other out. In fact, Villarreal had to come back and fight for a draw. You know, Sevilla after starting poorly to the yeah. season, they are doing their thing. But then, no other game to talk about than the Real Madrid, the Madrid derby, where Vinicius Junior was threatened by Atleti players. It was racist chanted before the match. And even during the match, that he should not dance. You know, we saw the likes of Gabriel Jesus when he scored in support for him, he danced. Um, <laughs> and this guy too danced yesterday with him, with Rodrigo, and they had to do their samba dance, you know. But then Real Madrid, phenomenal 100 Peter start to the season, Champions League, um, La Liga. Um, a good one for La Liga this season, at least. Um, Barcelona, we give them a run for their money. Also, Real Madrid showing they can do it without Benzema. So fear for that yeah. thing. They can do it without Casemiro. That boy, that boy. I don't know, Chelsea. We scouted uh, Aurelio Tukumeni for two years. Kamavinga for two years. Also. Even Kamavinga. But that Tukumeni, at least I followed that one for two years. It was initially 40 million euros. They increased it to 60 million euros. Then they increased it to 100 million euros with the interest. I don't understand. Sometimes we need to take hold the old regime. To the, the, the old regime. To, to, they need to answer some questions. But let us leave that one. Let us leave that one. Let us focus on Real Madrid. Your thoughts on the game, the Madrid derby? Uh, well, it was <laughs> it was the usual Madrid derby, and uh, unfortunately, what should have been, uh, you know, should, I mean, what we should have been talking prior to the match, you know, is preventing the match actually, but it was dominated by by that uh, silly talk. From that journalist, you know, yeah. that said what he shouldn't have said on air, you know, I, I mean, sometimes I just don't know why people just do some certain things, you know, things that doesn't matter. I mean, what is wrong with a footballer actually dancing after scoring a goal? It doesn't hurt anybody. It is not disrespectful in any way. But then, I mean, we're talking about the game. I think, uh, you know, Madrid show why they've been the league. Leader this season, you know, uh, I mean, they scored two goals where it mattered most, and the lock up shot, and that uh, Diego Simeone coming out to say that uh, if 
his team has I mean have played the way that Madrid play that the whole world would have been shouting and all of that is actually silly talk for me as well, you know. Today. I mean your team has they, not been performing very well no for I mean for, for a couple of seasons now and it should concentrate its efforts, you know, on making his team, you know, to be competitive again. But good win for Real Madrid and I would have loved it if Vinicius has scored in that game, you know. And I mean, I do that is someone that just to taunt <laughs> exactly. those silly people. Exactly. And finally, in the English uh, Premier League, Jacob Ramsey's first half goal was enough as Aston Villa claimed the 1-0 win over Southampton at Villa Park. Uh, Fulham edged the five-goal trailer 3-2 away at Nottingham Forest. I when he scored for um, Forest and Tosin Adarabio, he scored for Fulham. Um, Newcastle United held Bonhamot to a 1-1 draw at St. James's Park. Um, while Everton claimed a narrow 1-0 home win over West Ham. At Goodison Park, thanks to Neil Mopes goal. Um, goals from Jack Grealish, Ellen Haaland, and Phil Foden saw defending champions Manchester City. East past 10 man Wolves 3 0 at the Molyneux. Um, second half substitute Huming Song's 16 minute hat trick inspired Spurs to a 6 2 demolition of Leicester City at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, while log leaders Arsenal stroll to a comfortable 3 0 victory. Away at Brentford, thanks to William Saliba, Gabriel Jesus, and Fabio Vieira, who scored on his Premier League. Debut. Um, first things first. Let's start from um, let's start from the Man City game. Um, deserved win for Manchester City. Totally showed their class, their dominance, and everything. But Erling Haaland, <laughs> a can't stop scoring. And just like Pep Guardiola came to the Premier League and showed that the Premier League is a farmer's league by dominating it, by winning the titles, won four Carling Cup in a row. One, I mean, only I think only Liverpool have managed to break his dominance break the last five record. years, you know. And Ellen Haaland has shown that he can do the same. He came to the Premier League and we had the toughest defender, had best Oga, Wutu Wutu, all the defenders are collecting right now. She you get he's scoring in almost every game, you know, that he has played so far. So he's breaking records upon records. So is it safe to say, just like Lewandowski has gone, because we like to call the French League the Farmers League, we like to call the Bundesliga the Farmers League. Is it safe to say the Premier League and also the La Liga are also Farmers League? Yeah, looking, farmers. At, <laughs> looking at a situation whereby a manager or a player can come in and absolutely bust it. Or what was the definition of a Farmers League? Uh, because for me, the definition of a Farmers League is when there's no competition or there's no serious competition. Yeah. You win one, you lose the next one. Not you win, 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 win and you know, Somebody just give you a dent, you know. If somebody can come to your league and dominate you and bust you, then that league is a farmer's league. Without due respect to being it, the most popular league and the most competitive league in the world. It is still a farmer's league for Elena Land to come in and especially looking at the community shield where he didn't really perform and for him to start the season and said, okay, I think Artifus fraud it get got him more angry. And he just did what he had to do. There was a lot of back and talk about it in the group. And you know, at the point I had to even talk about what's your take on you? And in Haaland bossing the Premier League just like Guardiola did. Uh, well, you well, know, done. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually not surprised by what Ellen Haaland is doing because, you know, don't forget that we talk this and we compare him with uh, Darwin Nunes when the two clubs acquired those players and this same seat was where I was. I, I mean, I actually sat that day and I said Ellen Haaland would come into the league and, and it was score goals because He's always been a goal scorer. I mean, we are talking about a player that in one match, a bit under 17, but he scored, was it seven or nine goals in a match? You know, and at every stage that he has played, he's shown that he's a goal scorer and he went into a team where creating chances is actually not difficult, you know. So it's like 
uh, 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 I mean, it's like putting a hot knife, you know, to cut a oh. butter. Ah. I, I, I mean, so it, I mean, it's not surprising. And I was actually looking at people that find this surprising. Come on, the same thing with Lewandowski. You know, he has gone gone into a team whereby. I mean, they create chances, and these are proper goal scorer. So I'm not surprised. And I think the debate right now should be how many goals Ellen Allen is going to get at the end of the season. Mm. If he's going to break the all-time record of goals scored in the season. I mean, in a season, that's what and everybody like it. should. I mean, should be talking Check right it. now. And uh, I mean, and uh, I think for me, uh, Man City has just found. Uh, I mean, another player that will break the. Sergio Aguero's record that is if he stays that long anyway because we know that at the end of the day it looks like he it's might be going to, to Real Madrid, Madrid. Barcelona. and uh, but for me impressive player I mean I mean fantastic player you know who is playing for a manager mm. that I mean that totally trust him right now teammates that trust him and all of that and uh, you know is uh, actually proven to be the nightmare of every defenders and I just hope that when when they face my team, you know, we'll find you. should take, you should have mercy. You know, you should have mercy. Shut him out. You should have mercy. Anyway, shout out to you and Kiton for, for calling out um, Elena and you guys, you guys, you guys really saw the danger that was coming to the Premier League. But then, we cannot stop talking about the 16 minute substitute appearance of the 16 minute substitute, um, Atric, Atric. of Son. You know, we all know Son's quality. He has um, struggled. He has struggled from the beginning of the season. And although they were playing bottom of the log Leicester City, they did. He did. He, they, they were leading at the time three two. Mm-hmm. He came on and he just. He was the first goal was crazy. The second goal was ridiculous. The final goal, he made his run and he just you know deflected shot under the arm of the keeper into the bottom corner. You know it's crazy. You know a reminder that Son can be dangerous. I think you have him in your FPL. He gave no. you that point. He didn't have him. No. <laughs> no, I don't have it. Shout out to you, you're, you're killing it in the FPL, but you're third on the log now. I don't know how you're doing it. I think I'll model my team after your team. You should come for some lessons. It's okay when somebody passes you or something, he passes you. So, <laughs> we'll come for lecture. We'll pay 5k as some bottle of origin. So, <laughs> anyways, it is what it is. You know, Son doing his thing, remind, he reminded all of us that. Come. He's still a, he may be struggling, no, but man, when, he, when, he, when it's time for him to put the ball in the back of the net, he does know how to do that. I think uh, you know, he showed the hunger. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, the first goal he didn't even celebrate. Was just like man. He showed anger in that match, and uh, I think for me it was a statement. I mean, it, it, it to the manager, and I think it was also a masterstroke from the manager yeah. as well. Yeah. Because uh, you know, from the beginning of the season, no goal, no as if on you mean so, which is very very unusual. True. And before I mean. At the presser before the game, you know, what the manager actually stated that everybody is droppable. And he actually dropped him, brought him on in the second half. And, you know, that was how to respond to the manager that, yes, you know, I still know how to do this thing. So kudos to the two of them, you know, for, I mean, for making that happen, you know, because some other player would, would have actually sucked, you know, and uh, they won't. I mean, they will not put in the work and all of that, you know. He came in, he put in the work, and what's a way to do it? Fantastic goals, you know, in all ramifications. And I think, well, the third goal, you know, he could have passed the pass, but he was like, see, I'm going to score this attribute today. True. And he got his goals. True. And we just hope that, you know, it will be the beginning of, you know, that, I mean, the kind of amazing run that he, I mean, he, he had last season. Mm. And, you know, he, 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 
because we, I mean, we are, we are actually enjoying the fight that sports are bringing into yes, this yes, right now, yes, and we yes. are loving it. I like what the North London clubs are doing this season, Arsenal and Tottenham. You know, you know, in a place where the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool have um, dropped off. Um, if not for those not London clubs, the likes of Manchester City will be having a few days. You know, you know, and those two clubs are giving them at least they are bringing some pride to London. We are not, we as Chelsea fans, we are not ashamed to say it. But if it's you people, Arsenal fans and sports fans, you will not come out and say it. Akbar, I finish you people. We are, we are hailing you people now. Yes, you guys are doing well, and you are making the league competitive. You people are not bringing shame to the league. At least, at least for the first City, time in a long Yes, time. for the first time, yes, you guys are stepping up from London. We cannot be carrying the load alone. You know, you guys are actually doing, you are making it worthwhile. So, <laughs> Big but, brothers have given them the Exactly. Chance, you know, but, but, but if it's you guys now, you will never say it. Akbar, he's a Jesse's a guy. Just show respect. It will not take anything from you. Just show respect. I've always said it. Arsenal is a huge club from day one. The fact that they've not won the Champions League is just what we used to banter them. But then you cannot disrespect Arsenal. And when it comes to Tottenham, Tottenham, that one is just personal. I don't like Tottenham. It's a personal thing for me. But then I have to show respect because we all knew what they could do when they appointed Antonio Conte as manager. And we are, we are seeing the result this season. So shout out to the North London clubs. And speaking about Arsenal, away at Brentford, very difficult place to go to where they were schooled last season. They said good kick about to the boys when Ibatoni did last season. And this time it was Gabriel, the defender that did it after the match. They said good kick about to the boys. <laughs> and um, you know, the, it was the manner with which they won the game after that defeat to um, Manchester United in their last um, um, league match. It was the manner that they controlled the game. You know, after they got the first goal, they kept dominating the game. Brentford tried all the long balls and all the physicality. It really did not work. Um, shout out to the centre back pairing of Calib uh, Saliba, Saliba and um, what's his name, um, Gabriel. They've been absolutely monstrous for them. Then people are sleeping on Ben White. He has not, he has not been playing his previous position. He's playing the right back position, but then he's complementing them in that centre back position where you cannot bully them because as a centre back, aerial ability he can help Gabriel and Saliba in helping in the physicality aspect of the game which is really something that people are not used to with Arsenal football. And on the left side, the set left back, I've watched them, is doubling as a four sometimes right now, and helping them, what's his name, party in that midfield. And Shaka is actually pushing forward with if it's Fabio Vieira that's playing or Odegaard. They are playing interesting, Gabriel Jesus, wonderful signing for them. He's making all the right runs, he's exchanging passes. Shaka stepped up his game. What's his name, Martinelli doing his thing. Even though Bukayo Saka, we know what he can do, we know what he can bring to the table, but then he's still doing his thing. You know, is it time we start to take Arsenal really serious? I know I've said it on the show that Arsenal is the only team that will be at the top of the log and we know they are still coming now. But then, when I saw them yesterday, is it time we start to take Arsenal really serious? I think uh, Ike, where he is right now, he will be proud of the Don't mind yesterday, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it was a classic, you know, I mean, classic performance, you know, they really show that they desire that they want i mean they wanted to get back to the log of the table and mm. you, i mean we know that brentford has been very very impressive this season we are talking about a brentford time uh, i mean a brentford side that decimated manchester united True. i mean totally and to go there to play them in that manner i mean i think this i mean you know the 3-0 scoreline actually flattered brentford, brentford because yeah, it, it could have been more it did. i mean if not for the fact that their goalkeeper was on top of his game, we are still talking about the goalkeeper that shot three goals. So, I you know, you. so I, I mean, I, I mean, it was a good performance, and uh, 
Fabio Vieira, you know, capped it with a fantastic goal. And what a way, you know, for that young man, uh, Etan Omaneri, you know, to become the youngest player mm -hmm. in the I, Premier League. I, 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 mean, I mean, it was just as last day yesterday, and it'll be very, very impressive this season. And to your question, you know, the thing is this even to the ardent of the fans, you know, or of their fans, the jury is still out on them because, you know, we, I mean, you. You never can put your money on Arsenal, but then I think for me, at the beginning of the season, their target for the season would have been to get back into the UCL, and on the basis of what we've seen, you know, they seem to lock up that position already, and I think they will achieve that, and if they don't achieve that, you know, it will be very, very disastrous, and it will shatter, you know, the work that uh, Ateta and his boys have done, but it's been marvelous watching them doing what they've been yeah, doing this is I actually wanted them to I start mean, competing and I can't complain. I, 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 I can't I mean, complain. As much as we hate them, we see them as rivals, like you said, you know, Chelsea fans are known to always give kudos where it matters most. You people should do it also. <laughs> you know, uh, respect to I, you know. True, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, that exception I, I, to the rule. I mean, I mean exception um, to the rule. Or SAS, you too. Uh, Shout out to you too as well. Uh -huh. but we know some there, like J Love. Olu Sami. I mean, oh, DJ, Olu Sami in particular. DJ Nelson. <laughs> you know, but good one for Arsenal. Mm. And we just hope, I, I mean, they can take pride that. For this inter I mean, international break, their team is going to stay on top of the log. Alright, um, club football, uh, we'll take a break now. And like Desmond said, international break will return. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You guys must have been looking at me. Hey, Jade Wonder, no go open phone line. I'm so sorry. Um, I wanted to do a proper analysis show today. It's been a while we did it on a Monday show. And um, I just wanted to do something different today. I didn't want to receive calls today. I'm so sorry. But don't worry, international break is here. And on Wednesday, we get a chance to actually go deep into everything we actually talk about today, football-wise, um, on football extra. I'm so sorry. But I do hope you guys enjoyed the show and the breakdown uh, that we, me and Desmond, were able to, to do on the show. Um, Desmond, your final thoughts before we leave? Uh, well, uh, we know that club football is going on hiatus now and it's going to make everybody you know sad but then just find something worthwhile to do out there stay out of trouble you know and uh, enjoy the game that international football is bringing to us look forward to the world cup and let's stay out of trouble and pray for nigeria as well all right that's all we can take today on the show thanks to desmond for coming through thanks to everybody that listened I appreciate you all so much. I'm so sorry once again for not being able to take calls. Um, I'm sorry. Happy belated birthday to Fato Sunday, aka Otumba, whose birthday was on Saturday. I'm wishing you all the happiness in the world and supreme health. Do have yourself an amazing year ahead. I'm um, Football Extra return on Wednesday by 5 p.m. So please try and make it a date with us. And don't forget to talk about talk about on Mondays is now 11 a.m. And on Fridays is now 4 p.m. We are located at Empire Building number one in Fedjola, Arulu Streets behind BJ Philly Station. Oshokoti layout opposite all the four macro on those days. So kindly patronize us by advertising, sponsoring, or promoting your goods and services with us here on Empire Radio, where you'll be guaranteed nothing but the very best service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. This is Jerry Foma, the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out.